0: good morning everyone and welcome back to the arena world podcast i just want to say remember if you support this show please donate through the listener support link you can find it all over anchor you can find it all over um it was very easy i'm told over apple music and spotify the link should be right there as you're listening so make sure you click it you know donate that five dollars everything comes back into the show um Something I really am excited to talk about, it's not going to be in this show, but in the next show, um, I'm doing a little bit of charity work with something called Democracy Works, Ballot Ready and Headcount. It's basically just um, charities that will be donating. It's actually not even donations. It's just through listenership of this show, um, donations will be made to... These organizations with which work on voter advocacy, you know, vo- voter um, research and <clears throat> resources and everything. So, um, I'm recording those, and in the meantime, just listen to this one, baby. But we want you know, we want everyone to vote. You know, 2020 is going to be a big year for everyone to be involved in our democracy. Quote unquote, democracy. I'm not completely sold, you know, maybe authoritarian dictatorship is a leaning, maybe. There are some other um, evils afoot that have yet to be named because of the complexity of the 2020 uh, government and international government systems, including the banks. (laughs) Anyway, um, we don't know what it is, so we don't know what to call it. And once we start to put labels on things, it starts to confuse people. So don't just be calling shit socialism. Don't just be calling things authoritarianism. Let's actually just call it for what it is, a piece of crap. Welcome back, baby. And this is why... The discussion of the week on Arena World Online, which you can always visit and have fun and tell your friends to go to, is about taxes this week. So these are my questions and these are what I want to discuss. If you go in the discussion thread on ArenaWorldOnline.com, you'll see the basics and you know leave your comments, leave your uh, anecdotal, uh, funny stories or whatever whatever you think. You know, <clears throat> I'm thinking. I wanted to be taxes this week because we're. It seems to be, um, you know, a linchpin or a dividing factor or whatever you want to call it for these two presidential candidates that we have going. I mean, also including George Joe Jorgensen and Howie Hawkins because if if you're like me and think taxation is theft, maybe you should look into um, Joe Jorgen, Joe Jorgensen a little bit more. But if you're a little bit more moderate and you believe that you know some of that stuff is pretty good, let me. Let me know on Arena World Online, you know, do you like paying taxes? Do we think we get our money's worth? Is it worth that 25% that we end up losing out of every, every one of our checks? Um, you know, for some people, it's more and some people it's less. But still, I think on average, you know, 25% is what comes out of my checks. And, you know, that's including Social Security and everything else. But if anyone listening to the show is my age, you know, there's serious doubts on if we're ever going to collect for social security. I mean, I I really do believe that probably by the end of this next president, we will have something completely different. I don't think that they're going to subsidize or change or alter. I really think that they're just going to squash social security and move that fund somewhere else. Uh and we may never see it. But I'm glad that we contributed because, you know, we did make a promise to our older generations and we have to help them along because that's what, um, that's what we need to do. You know, the Simpsons did a great job of talking about how, and I digress, but the Simpsons did a great job of, of making funny, making it seem funny how awful we treat our elders in this country. And. Abe Simpson really gets the the butt end of some really bad jokes, but it really does paint and illustrate the picture that we treat them like crap, you know, so i 'll always tell you you know call call your grandparents call the, call the elders, donate your time at the at the um at any kind of establishment where less fortunate people belong so don 't be afraid, but remember this is we 're still talking about the conversation of the week continuing on. Is the, federal, is the federal government insolvent, completely insolvent? Probably yes. I heard the other day or a couple weeks ago now that um, if the government, the U.S. federal government stopped collecting, I mean, stopped going into any debt and paying out anything else, it would take about eight years for taxes to pay off that debt. So... That's not a strong business model for any of you who know anything about uh, the way money works, but I'm I'm sure we'll figure it out. I'm sure the interest rate will uh, compensate. That's what they say. The interest rate will compensate. No, I I, I think that that was uh, something I just made up. Also, if anybody talks about paying taxes and, you know, sometimes you get fucked over because you didn't know how you had to file and it seems like you need a doctoral degree to pay your taxes at the end of the year or you go to these professionals and sometimes they you don't even know about everything that you need to tell them and you end up getting yourself in trouble. I'm wondering if anyone has found themselves in trouble. Um, also, just note, note this. Um, every time that you pay your taxes out of pocket, that money could be sitting in I mean, out of each paycheck, right? Instead of at the end of the year when they're actually due. Um, that, say, say you made a lot of money, right? This is why people who make a lot of money spend um, less on taxes initially. It's because they want that money to sit in their bank account and accrue interest. But, you know, us little normies out here who pay, you know, whatever percentage out of their pocket every day or every week or every two weeks or whatever you're paid, you know, um, that that interest is actually co- being collected by the government that they don't pay you back with interest that check that you get when you get your taxes back your your refund back that doesn't come with interest that's the dollar for dollar amount but say you had um, taxes that you paid being in the government's pocket for a whole year you know April to April that's a full year's worth of interest that you didn't get to collect on because it wasn't sitting in your bank account sitting in the government's bank account But anyway, I'd like to hear if you've ever been screwed over on the taxes. Um, Also, how do you feel about every single transaction that we get to make in our living, waking lives is taxed? Um, It seems a little crazy. And then how do you feel about all of those transactions? Um, Some of that money goes into the Department of Defense and other places which aren't even auditable and have many, many errors. And they claim it's for safety reasons, but it's actually because we have a very large... um, I forget what they call it dark government um shadow government and and this is actually I mean this is this is abundantly clear there are um inauditable sections of the government and that is a problem for the free people of the world but not to mention that these people that our taxes are going to are spending you know money that go into bullets that go into afghanis right for example it's just there's um there's some serious issues with our taxes, and I want to hear a little bit more about it. What about abortions? I mean, honestly, maybe in the Northeast, it's isn't, this isn't the biggest thing, but I know in the Midwest, I know in the South, that, these, that people are very concerned that tax money goes to abortions. And you know I'm definitely an advocate for um, having access to every part of health care that you can but i you know i definitely think that there is a moral question that we can't ignore about all of this and uh, i really want to hear how do you feel about your taxes going to abortions arena world online drop it on me tell me i'm a big dummy welcome back to the show this should be fun <laughs> based on some of those topics i think this should be fun but you know what isn't fun my new job no I'm just kidding but I think uh, you know it's been a little while I've been going through a ton of changes in my life I want to share a little bit of an update with the good people of the day so I got a new job and I want to say I'm doing physical labor now and I don't look at this job as like a permanent thing really I've been jumping around and I've been trying to you know reinvent and um, change the traditional way I make money and I'm trying to create new income streams and you know I'm not trying to live a normie life. I'm trying to make some changes. Excuse me. But I will say that the job that I'm doing right now, I'm building tents um, for a company called, I can't say, I believe actually, so don't worry about who it is, baby. But let's just say that there's something liberating about doing some physical ass work. I'm doing some grinding ass work where you know I'm probably lifting. I, I did the math a little bit the other day, and I and I probably moved like m- maybe three thousand pounds worth of boards and metal structure and uh, everything else throughout the day. You know, I really do pick things up and I put them down. I have to put them down in a specific place, but that's really that's really the extent of it. And I just want and I just want to say like. I right away I stopped taking things for granted granted I stopped taking things for granted like they would say in um, Rick and Morty um, you start to appreciate how much you know time that your your family members who work physical labor um Really what they're putting in and really what is being taken from them as far as their literal physical bodies. And, you know, I'm doing this for pennies and I know um, some people in the world do it for less. So I just it just really gave me a new appreciation for the world and for, um, you know, people who are out there working. You know, sometimes we look at people who are doing the physical labor as the lesser ones. But when it comes down to everything is fake and money is imaginary, you're going to see that there are people who are really keeping society together and a lot of them do it with their hands, not with their fingertips as you typers out there, which I was one and I have been one and typing is important. Listen to this, see how good? It is important, but just know that those little numbers on the screen are fake and money isn't real, but your health and your loved ones is, and you can lose those things quickly, and it'd be a shame if it happened at work. But anyway, I just wanted to keep you guys updated that you know I have this newfound love and appreciation for those who really put themselves in the line, um, in a physical way, each day. Also, I just got baptized because God is good and He is a part of my life, and He is. And I've accepted His covenant, and I definitely want a place on in heaven. You know, people, this is what I've been thinking about. It's hard not to tell, you know, it's hard to tell someone you got baptized in 2020 without being alienated or look like some religious freak, but you know, personally, I could give a fuck, but what other people think, excuse me, I could give a freak about what other people think, but what I will say and I, what I want you all to ponder is the idea that there you know, this life on earth is not permanent we know for sure a hundred percent each and every one of us will die and um, it's easy to say oh we have no science science suggests this or that but truly what we understand from a scientific perspective is very limited and what we know about science is it's always limited to our ability to measure it's always limited to our faculties or you know whatever we've created to extend them and when we talk about the soul and these ethereal ideas of living interdimensionally and some of these things that we're realizing are potentially more and more possible we we really recognize that we are limited in our in our ability to understand that but what i'm not willing to do and what i encourage you all to do is recognize that throughout the thousands of years of human history there have always been gods that we have prayed to and that have made promises to us as mere humans and i've just accepted the promise to uh to my god you know um definitely just a christian god who is the same god of the jews and really the same god of islam and you know through different scriptures and different um prophets have been created different religions but largely the same god um so this is what i say don't get too consumed in doing things for this world because in this world everything that you have will deteriorate unless it's fake numbers on the screen those don't even exist um they will burn they will decay this is the land of decay this is the land of of death truly i mean everything dies here right nothing nothing is forever there is no permanence here and you know we're told, depending on the scriptures and depending on the religion, that um that life there is a there is a strong chance not maybe not a strong chance but there is the possibility based on what our ancestors believed that there is life beyond this one, and it seems that it can go pretty good or pretty bad based on uh, based on how you behave here. So I want, I just want to encourage everyone to, you know, sit back, you know, have a little prayer, uh, try to, try to go internally with the prayer. You don't need to be outspoken. You don't need to be anything, but you need to realize that things on this earth are not worth, um, everything like we, like we are so taught to believe. Don't be afraid to take a step back. Um... Yeah, God is good. We want to bring people to God. We want to bring people to Jesus. And, you know, if that sounds crazy, I want you to tell me about it. I want you to tell me if I sound like a religious fanatic. I mean, I, I know what I am and I know what I put my time into. And I know that since I've been practicing, I have brought no bad to any other people's lives. And great things have been happening for me. So, um, yeah, I was baptized, you know, completely baptized. I accepted the covenant. Um, it's good news. Also, I moved into a new apartment. And I used to live in this big old apartment that was in an old factory, and now I live in um one of those like Avalon S type places that is nice and fancy and has the gym and the pool and everything. And it's really fun. It's really new. And it's just so interesting to see new places to be, you know, communicating with new people, taking steps away, you know, and then it just another opportunity to like re- reinvent yourself reinvigorate yourself so and i and i'm realizing that it didn't require me to actually physically move for me to make these changes right it doesn't take me to actually move where my home is to talk to new people to try to change their perspective or open their eyes to something um you know and this you know honestly i think it's the mess I, you know well i'll say this i think that we're going to have to really crack down on the mass and the COVID thing if we're all going to get through this winter because I think this thing is coming back roaring hard. And we're already, you know, I think today is October 8th and we're already seeing some uh, signs that this thing is going to come back hard. But um, what I want to say is that I think that the mass have actually been inhibiting inhibiting us. And it's kind of like an excuse, another excuse. If, If we needed any on top of all of our insecurities, on top of all of our... Um, you know, social distractions, if we needed something else, we literally put a mask over our mouth and it's encouraging us to not be social. It's encouraging us not to interact. But somehow, while we're almost physically encouraged not to interact with people, we're at such a pivotal point in our nation's history, in our hist- in, the, in the history of our own lives, and this is an opportunity that that we're kind of throwing out because we're still not talking. The people will still not interacting because you know we think it's unsafe. So, you know, while that sounds like um, I'm giving mixed uh, mixed rules, you know, uh, because we do need to clamp down. I really think that this is going to be serious. This next uh, these next few months going into the winter of 2020, that. We wear the mask that we protect ourselves because this COVID thing is not gone. Obviously, we're we're seeing cases and cases. Um, we need to find responsible ways to interact with people to share our thoughts. And and personally, I don't believe that that's Facebook. You know, I didn't create the Arena World online for no reason. I think that's going to be an excellent place for us to share our thoughts in a, in a way where we're working to enlighten others and not under undermine their opinions. Because we are so smart, and and my Iron Throne is so much prettier than yours, it's all complete shit. So I will say, um, use that as a way, use Arena World Online as a way to communicate and share thoughts and opinions and ideas. And remember, the topic for this um, this week is Arena World Online. Says, what do you think about taxes? So go, go on, share that one a little bit. Let's talk about democracy. Let's talk about it all. Let's talk about taxes. Let's talk about your new jobs. Let's talk about your baptisms because mine are good, but I want to hear from you. Um, You know where to find me at INST underscore AWE. That's the Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at TWIT underscore AWE. I love you all. Um, I have actually one more segment that I'm going to drop, so... Let me bridge, and we will talk about it soon. You know, um, given that we just had... You know, I didn't watch the vice presidential debate last night, but I definitely watched the presidential debate, and I will, of course, follow up with this VP thing. But check this off. So, we have to decide where our vote is going to go and how our vote is going to matter. And... It is going to matter. And I'm realizing that everything that we've been told is a lie. But aside from that, there are certain um, misunderstandings that I think we as a population have. Um, First off, don't trust anyone who works to undermine your vote. So um, if someone goes to you and says, "Voting, you're just wasting your vote voting on that person, no. That's absolutely incorrect. We all equally have the same value in our vote. Okay. There, there's, there's absolutely no way you can debate that. Um, you know, if anything, it's the other way around, right? When you, when, obviously I'm talking about third party candidates, right? So Nowadays, if, if you vote Libertarian, which is Joe Jorgensen, or if you vote Green Party, which is Howie Hawkins, people will tell you you're wasting your vote because those candidates won't win. And while that is true, you're not necessarily voting for a win. You're voting for a change in the fabric of our country. You're voting for um, a way out of the two-party system. And that is more valuable and really, truly more valuable to your opinion, to your democratic position um, than it is to play into the duopoly, to vote for Trump. To vote for Biden because we bo- we all know very well that both of them have a laundry list of issues that are probably criminal. And honestly, for some reason in this country, you you can't say you can't say like something like Spanish people or um, gays and lose your position as a CEO. But for some reason, you can be the president, and it's fine. Or you can be the vice president or you can be whatever it is and there's no issues and actually it's sort of expected and we have this wild tolerance. So first off, wh- whoever, this just shows that it's a billion dollar organization and we know not to trust billion dollar organizations because they don't represent the people. They represent the money because they have put their their value in money and not, and we know from my from my last segment that things on this earth decay and are not valuable anywhere else but on this earth. Anyway, what I it's just I feel I feel in such a bind because, you know, I for a you know, basically since we or the Democratic Party chose Biden, I knew that I was not going to vote for Donald Trump. I mean obviously I wasn't gonna vote for Donald Trump, period. I mean it's inexcusable practically all of these things that he says you know and this is aside from the fact that you'll be pegged as a racist which is honestly i I don't agree with i really reject the idea that if you vote for him you're a racist or you condone racism you know these billion dollar companies make memes too the the democratic party makes memes and they sow seeds into your brain that make you associate racism with these people or in the in the republican party they do the same things about democrats and they have and they have painted all democrats as radicals it's it's obvious and we kind of fall into it and we put and we push these things on each other and we divide the country further by buying into memes so honestly again go back and listen to my episode about detoxing from the media there's a there's a three-step process it's very clean you'll love it But anyway um back to back to these two clowns you know I hate when people try to tell me that voting for a third party candidate is the way um uh, is not the way to go because there are certain government structures where third parties play a larger role. And even in certain states in this country, third parties do play a larger role in, you know, the efficacy of passing bills and sort of moderating between two of the larger pod- parties. Two of the larger parties, as some of my friends might say. Um but here we're just told that there's no hope for a third, a third party candidate. And I just, I've, come, I've come to tell you how incorrect that is because, again, the third largest um, voting population was the Libertarian Party in 2016. And they honestly, I think it was only, only received like 3% of the votes. Um, or one? No, I think it was 1.3 percent of the votes, or something like that. Like, a, like a shameful amount. But all of those 1.3 um, percent, those people in that 1.3 percent, those are the people who know that they are in trouble. <laughs> they are the. Those are the people that understand that they need a way out of this now, because if this gets any worse, we're gonna lose everything. If you don't think Democrats and Republicans contribute to taxing us at higher rates and the money going into billionaires' pockets, you are wrong. If you don't think the uh, Democrats and Republicans endorse war and some of the larger companies that come along and those who profit um, through war, you are wrong. And if you don't believe for any second if you believe for any second that both the democrats and republicans don't contribute to i'm i'm trying uh, i'm trying to figure out how to word, how to word this but if you don't if you don't think that the democrats or republicans um work to embolden the military industrial complex the same one that killed Brianna Taylor the same one that killed many, many other of innocent people, including the millions of people who have died overseas in our quote unquote wars. You are very misled and you are really, really hurting the entire country by believing that that, you know, Republicans are the ones who don't want to spend spend money on taxes. Or you or for some silly reason you believe that your taxes have gone down ever. Now, our taxes have been starkly going up in, in a very direct way um you you know don't be misled into these narratives is all i'm trying to say and i i just I just find it so tough to like to communicate this stuff because it sounds like a little like a hinge but or fringe but i just i just know that I, I and when you look at when when you can look at all of the candidates and just pull away that sticker that says that they're Republican. And that says that they're Democrat and you just find out that they're all just pieces of shit. It's not it's really not that hard to say. Um, but again, this de- this debate happened a little while ago. And for anybody who watched the 2016 debates, you'll kind of you'll kind of know that not much changed on Trump's side. I mean, I do think that there is a little bit of an air of confidence that he has going on that he didn't because now he holds the position and he's defending the title. Rather than um you know trying to take it away, so I think there's a little bit of arrogance, but i don't I didn't see anything he didn't have any points to me that I felt um were new refreshing, and that I could really get behind um if Trump hadn't lost um, if he hadn't already lost in my mind not not necessarily the election, he might win the election, he very well might win the election but um, you know, I wasn't going to, I already knew I was going to vote for him well before this, um, he probably lost a little bit more of his lead to me in this debate because it's just more of the same we we, we want a president that we can look at. And feel confident in and there's certain ways that i do feel confident in trump in but what i don't feel confident in is in that he won't disgrace our country i don't feel confident that he isn't i i don't feel confident that he isn't in bed with the billionaires um you know a lot of people who who are planning to vote for him are just so sure that he is the savior and he is draining the swamp and all this stuff and maybe to some degree i think he will have been a catalyst in draining the swamp because what he what he did with this presidency is he made very obvious the issues and he made very obvious how easy it was for um, a president to impose himself on a situation. And I think we're going to find that the presidential power um, – will diminish over time and because we don't we don't trust the whole country all 380 million of us don't trust just one guy or yeah I mean I can say one guy and maybe that that will change one day and we will have a non-binary individual um, but until then uh, we haven't been able to trust a single guy so um, it's a silly way to try to organize ourselves but we're going to keep doing it this way so we have to be aware of who we're going to vote for OK, so. I pretty much touched on some negative things about Trump. Um, I'll say one thing. One thing. If I was forced to vote for one or the other, I think I would probably vote for Trump. And here's why. One, I would say. And again, I have to preface this with I am not voting for Donald Trump because that's silly and that contributes to the duopoly that has our country by the balls but if I had to and if someone had a gun and if I didn't cast the vote I died um I'd still probably not vote no I'm just kidding um I would vote for Trump because of maybe two things one when I look at Joe Biden and when I look at Donald Trump and I see their personalities and I see um, you know, how they conduct themselves around people. I, I feel that they are in, you know, a bed of snakes. I feel that they are in the grass fighting other evil people. And one of the reasons that I would prefer Trump in that situation is because it just seems to me like, excuse me, it just seems to me like it would be so much more difficult to take advantage of him because he's all loud, he's all... um you know, he's all boisterous with how how he conducts himself and he's funny, he's got charisma. And I think that that's, he has a stronger personality than Joe Biden. And I think, you know, from having uh, a strong personality myself, I understand that I'm not easily dissuaded and I'm not easily, um, you know, pushed in one way or another. It takes me my own time and I have my own approach to things. And I feel that um, while he may lack in the department of experience, I think he still does not lack in the Department of Dealing with Snakes. And so for that reason, I think that he has the upper hand. And obviously, I know Sleepy Joe over there, Joe Biden, ha- has a ton of experience. But what I, what I really believe, you know, you, you could say he has a ton of experience dealing with snakes in that same scenario. But at the same time, I'm not convinced that he's not the snake. And I do feel just from the personality standpoint that I was comparing him to trump um that he is a little more docile he is a little more um kind of quiet and it, it it feels a little bit more like you could roll over him like if you if you've ever heard anything about Vladimir Putin and how he conducts himself and how he's very like masculine and tries to you know thwart himself onto the conversation and make you feel like you're you know playing second fiddle um i don't i'd rather have like the two guys clashing for number one than i would have someone come in and just accept that secondary role um because again these are positions of massive power and it's not for the weak and you know i'm not necessarily calling him weak i just think that he in the bed of snakes he might be dissuaded a little bit quicker so i'll say that But then it's like, okay, so what? So what? I said I would vote if I if there was a gun to my head, I would vote for Trump. But but then you're automatically pegged as a racist. And then it's like, how do you even play that out? Like, is is it almost indefensible at this point, the things that he says and the things that he does? Yeah. Do does everyone care about that? No, they don't really care as being pegged as one way or another. You know, I know from experience that 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 doesn't really dissuade them because they they personally don't feel that they are. And again, if you ever listen to the uh, Arena World podcast, you know that a lot of this has to do with identity. Um, But this is what I'm saying. I think we're all screwed and should move to Costa Rica. Do you guys think that would be fun? I think so. But anyway... You know, I don't I don't want to drone on too much about anything. You know, I, I, I really missed you guys. I want to keep doing the show. But, you know, when you're moving around and you got a new job and you're trying to figure your life out, it, it ain't easy. So please bear with me. Trust me, I am committed to this. I think about the show all the time. I just don't have all the time in the world to record and edit it and be a part of um, everything else. So bear with me. Welcome back. I'm so glad you came. Don't be afraid to donate. Don't don't be afraid to hit my line. Um, Don't forget the conversation of the week. I'm going to share the responses in next week's episode, which I'm going to do an episode next week. Have no fear. Peace and love always. Let's have a sandwich together. Bye bye.